and gentlemen, hello, 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 and welcome to Rise Up, episode number 20. We made it to episode number 20 here on uh, Rise Up, ladies and gentlemen. It is January 2nd, year of our Lord, 2023, and not only are we another day closer, another week closer, another month closer, but we are another year closer to being uh make to making America great again by making America godly again. Amen. I hope you guys had literally the best Christmas and New Year's that you've had in a while. I know some people uh, lost loved ones right before Christmas or earlier this year and this is the first Christmas and New Year's uh, they spent uh, away from their loved ones so I know that was difficult. Uh, but if we are in tune with God and our priorities and our thoughts are primarily on Jesus and God first, well, then we should be able to get through that stuff wonderfully because we know where our loved ones are. So happy 2023, ladies and gentlemen. 2022 was a wonderful year for so many of us here on LFA TV. It was an eye-opening year for some people. Some people went back to God. Some people uh, got involved in politics. Kong is here. Kong just donated $10 this morning. Much love and respect to you too, sir. And we are so glad and happy to have you here every single day of the week on all of our shows here on LFA TV. If you're just joining in for the first time, maybe you're on a holiday day today, you're not at work, and you can actually tune in to Rise Up. Thank you very much. Just like every other show here, please uh, share the video out. Rumble this video. I've got a great show in store for you today. The title of the show is Sin Can and Is Killing the Planet. Sin Can and Is Killing the Planet. Okay? Everybody says, where's all the... Why are animals becoming extinct? Why is food becoming scarce? Why are animals dying off? Why is the land not producing like it used to? Why does meat taste different when you go out on the hunt? Why is the climate changing all the time? Why do we see floods? Why do we see cyclones? Why do we see tornadoes and hurricanes? Why do we feel earthquakes? Why do we have cancer? Why do we have dying? The answer is simple. It is sin. It's that simple. Stop sinning get better. Keep sinning, keep dying. It's pretty much that simple, ladies and gentlemen. And the world has been dying and decaying ever since that first moment that we as a species sinned. It's that simple. So how do we get things back? If we're going through bad things, we go back to God. We go back to God. Amen. Um, there's a civil war on whites and Mexico, watch blacks killing on video, act of self-control, Rhonda. Yeah, I'm not sure what you mean by that, but I don't disagree. There's a, it's not just a civil war on whites. It's a civil war amongst human beings that are ungodly. That's what it is. Let's, not, let's call a spade a spade here. People that are fighting and people that are killing each other are ungodly people. Pretty much. If we lived by God's rules and all of us lived by the Ten Commandments and all of us walked with Jesus, there would be no need. For rules by men, laws everywhere. We have 10 laws. We live by those laws, everything's great. See that, ladies and gentlemen? Sin. Sin, sin, sin is killing this world. So we're going to dive deep into that. We're, of course, going to dive deep into our morning devotional books. But having said that, while we have just over 500 people here, let's now bow our heads, take our hats off, and let's have our prayer 
First prayer of the year for LFA TV. Let's pray over the year. Let's pray over all the other hosts. Let's pray over the shows. Let's pray over the message. Let's pray over the audience. Ladies and gentlemen, remove your hats, and here we go. Our Lord and Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you so very much, not only as we thank you always for the congregation and the fellowship that we can have with each other digitally over this wonderful platform, Lord. But Lord, thank you very, very much for allowing us to be stewards of your word, for allowing us to be ambassadors of the gospel, Lord, to entrust us with such a monumental task, such an important and holy task, Lord, We thank you for giving us that trust. Lord, really, we understand better and better every day, every year, that the way to please you is to be a good steward of the land and the word that you give us. Lord, continue to help us understand the way of Jesus. Continue to uh, help us understand how to be more Christ-like. Although we will never be Christ, we can be Christ-like. We thank you for the ability to spread the message. We thank you that the Bible is the number one best-selling book of all time. That means that the word is being spread. And even though the Christianity and the very word of God is being threatened every second of every day, thank you for allowing us to stand up in the gap with the armor of God on to protect the word and protect the innocent and the meek and the helpless. Lord, we ask for you to bless this network and this podcast. Um... Throughout the year, every day, we get the message out there. We, we ask you to bless Rumble for facilitating this podcast. And Lord, we also ask you to bless our sponsors that we get in order to fill in the gap of, uh, of, of finances that we need as well. We thank you for all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Rise up, Krista says. Amen. Let's take these glasses off. Don't need those right now. Um. Rhonda says on YouTube, blacks throwing people into train on train tracks. They are pushing Mexicans onto train tracks and you won't stand up for yourselves. Not sure what you're saying other than bringing awareness to it, but we appreciate that, Rhonda. Why don't we get into the word of God and uh, save the, uh, you know, that kind of talk for the other shows. Okay. Right now we are focusing on the Lord and the Lord only. And we'll talk about how that fits into our society. Maybe that's a conversation to have about why people are doing that. But really, Rhonda, we know why. It is ungodliness. It's not walking in the light of the Lord. Amen? All right. Let's get to our first book of the day here on Rise Up. I hope you have your Rise Up coffee with you, ladies and gentlemen. Right here is the American pecan or pecan, depending on which part of the state or the uh, the country you live in. But this is our light, medium roast American pecan. We also have a dark roast, which is the Sumatra gold, ladies and gentlemen. I very, very uh, strongly urge you to try out some Rise Up coffee, and you can get that at jeremyharrell.com. Let's go to the Lord today, ladies and gentlemen, remembering that the title of today's show, again, is Sin Can and Is Killing the Planet. From every uh, from a one-minute prayer for dads, excuse me, this is our first book we read from. Right and Wrong is the title of this, and we're reading from Isaiah 520 that says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Now we've talked about this many, many times, ladies and gentlemen. We've talked about this verse and we've talked about this message. So let's get into it. 
Many kids don't have dads to teach them right from wrong. And yet that's such a crucial lesson, lesson for them to learn. A good dad teaches his children integrity, honesty, and truthfulness. A good mom, too. He also teaches that such virtues will not be valued by everyone. He or she meets. Nonetheless, the growing child must learn to cling to good and avoid evil. Now, before I read the prayer part of that book, as fathers, we are to be like our Father in heaven. We are to treat our children like God teaches us, his children. And God tries to teach us every decision that we make by our conscience. We know right and wrong. We have a built-in mechanism, a built-in godly program that tells you if you're doing the right thing or you're going down the wrong path. It's called your conscience. And God gave us one of those. And he teaches us how to listen to our conscience through the good word, through the Bible, through devotionals. We have to pass that same um, process of learning and acting upon what we've learned to our children. So they do the same thing. Again, ladies and gentlemen, my parents were deadly wrong. My parents and my grandparents were deadly wrong when they said two things. Do not talk about politics and religion. And when they said, do as I say, not as I do. Boy, did that set us up. Especially those who did not have godly parents. Did that set us up for a life of ungodliness? Do as I say, not as I do. Anybody with a a child or a grandchild knows that children are going to do as you do, not as you say. The best thing for them to do is to do as you say and as you do. Brock said, if we could spread this love to our country, wow, the difference it would be. Amen, Brock. By the way, everybody, Brock is about ready to bring a child into this world, his first child, I believe. And what a great way for you to take, uh, to step into fatherhood, Brock, than taking what you learned from this show and applying it. I mean, one minute prayer for dads. You should get this book. Get your wife to get you this book for you as a present, maybe Father's Day, or don't wait and get it now. Order it yourself. Lord, I see enough of what goes on to know that right and wrong are under assault today. Sometimes evil is considered good and good is considered evil. Help me counteract the present culture's false values by implanting your sense of right and wrong in the hearts of my kids, whether it's through discussing a TV program or a current event or something that happened at school. Help me be aware and speak up when I need to. Give me eyes to see and my kids ears to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, one thing that my wife and I do that we wish we didn't do is swear. Is swear. Now, the very first thing that I did as a Christian is stopped using the Lord's name in vain. And since that moment, I can count on one hand how many times I've used the Lord's name in vain. And every time I've done it since, I felt like my world was about ready to crumble. I felt instantly sorrowful. And matter of fact, before I even got the word out, I usually, my Holy Spirit convicts me. The Holy Spirit convicts me instantly. Instantly, ladies and gentlemen. Wayne is on his way to Tennessee. Wayne, uh, be very careful driving. Have a safe travels and we love you. God bless you. Um, just saw that in the chat. Uh, instantly, I felt like I knew I was doing something 
I should not do. And I felt like my whole world was crumbling. And I immediately either dropped to my knees or instantly said a prayer and said, God, I am so sorry. However, that did not stop us from continuing. Now, we got better over the years at swearing. But I will still drop an S-bomb or an F-bomb once in a while. And my five-year-old daughter will hear that. Or my 15-year-old son will hear that. Or my 13-year-old son or daughter will hear that. And I feel the same way now as I felt when I used the Lord's name in vain. So if you want to call a New Year's resolution uh, something that me and my wife are doing, I won't call it a New Year's resolution. I'll just call it growing as parents. We are very, very uh, focused on not swearing, right? And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people say, well, if you're not breaking the Ten Commandments, that you are, you are not sinning. And that couldn't be more, more wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're doing anything in your life that you know by your conscience that your whole, the Holy Spirit is telling you is wrong and you do it, that's a sin. Majorva said, Jeremy, that is how my family was brought up. We still don't talk about religion or politics. I try, but they get mad and always scream and holler. Won't listen and don't and won't know anything and, 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 and don't think I know anything. Well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's the same reason a criminal, a criminal does not want to be around a cop or an unbeliever does not want to hear the word of God. They're afraid of it. They're afraid that it will convict them. Same thing they don't want to know about politics. They only want to know about what they consume throughout their daily lives and what they hear, which is a game of telephone, which couldn't be more wrong. They don't want you to tell them if they're wrong or right because they don't think you know anything. Unfortunately, they're completely wrong and they're the ones that don't know anything. Uh, Producer Eli's uh, mom. Uh, Let's talk about her for a minute. I'll tell you this. She does not really watch this show because she thinks that there's no way that somebody like me or Eli could get news faster or be more correct or truthful in bringing you and delivering that news than, say, a Fox News or an ABC or CNN. How could a small organization like LFA TV have the resources to get us the real truth before a large network? And unfortunately, those people that are stuck in that mindset They don't understand the changing of the world. They don't understand the changing of the guard. They don't understand that you and I can change the world one person at a time. Jesus did. And Jesus said we would have more influence and power than he did if we were children of God, if we were followers of Christ, if we brought the Holy Spirit wherever we went, and if we wore that armor of God. You know it, I know it. It's not that hard to figure out. We know all the answers. It's the action part of it that's hard for people. It's the make the tough decision part that's hard for people. Outside of that, you and I know what's wrong and right. You and I know what's, what path we should take. Whether we take it or not, that's a whole other story. Purple Snowflake says, I don't swear. I make a funny saying example, fudge monkeys, gas, LOL. Yes, exactly. And that is a good way to train your mind to get rid of swearing. Again, ladies and gentlemen, anything that you do that you know is wrong, that you feel is wrong is a sin. It's that simple. It is that simple. And you don't have to go any further than LFA TV to get your socials, your cultural and your political news. And you don't need to go any further than the B-I-B-L-E to get the truth of this world. It's that simple. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Let's pop up the Rumble chat. We've not done that yet this morning. Uh, For all those watching on Roku and Fire Stick, for listening on the podcast, whatever, uh, we're going to pop up the Rumble Rumble chat now. And I'd like to thank all the Rumble rants that come in, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to believe this, but we raised $75,000 in the Slurp Fund in 2022, and our goal was forty. 
We almost doubled that through the grace of God. God gave us an overflowing cup to help people out. And we did that through the Slurp Fund. We also paid for all of Eli's salary. Not everything he wants, but everything he needed through the Rumble Rant. So thank you all very much. C.L. Burns says, you may not get the news before they do, but you report it before them because you aren't trying to go along with the narrative. Amen, C.L. Burns. But I would argue a lot of the time we even get the news before they do because they're not looking for that news. They're looking for uh, propaganda to build rather than news to report. Um, Happy New Year to you too, Victoria. God bless you. Um, Coulter says, thankful I wasn't brought up with swearing drinking or smoking amen to that wow that's wonderful kitten says swearing is my in my adopted family was not tolerated at all i've stopped watching many movies that takes god's name in vain i turn it off right away well let me tell you something about that one of my favorite shows prior to really walking with the lord was always sunny in philadelphia i thought that show was hilarious i thought it was a good banter between liberal and conservative i thought it was a great show And then I started watching it again. I I stopped watching it in like 2018. Started watching again in 2020 during the COVID. And I realized that almost every word out of their mouth is using the Lord's name in vain or acting disgusting. And I just can't watch it anymore. As much as I love the comedy of it, I can't watch the show anymore because it makes me sick to watch. Brock says, keep spreading that gospel while donating 50 bucks because I know you've touched my life and I subscribe to CB Distillery due to being a veteran with eight slip discs in my back ready for legal relief. Well, God bless you, brother. And I'm going to tell you what, CB, um, CB Distillery has great relief products on there that will not be, get, make you addicted. I can tell you that. Uh, Clinary says, FYI, don't drink Field of Greens and celery juice on the same day. Yeah, no, don't do that. Do one or the other. Do one or the other. All right, let's get into the next book, ladies and gentlemen, which is called Heaven. 90 Devotions from Our Daily Bread. Now, I started this book in early December, so I will use the rest, use this book out for the next 60 days or so, okay? Um, let me get to the right. Hold on a second. All right. Multiply it. Multiply it. We're going to read from Revelation 22.3, which says, no longer will there be any curse. Now, I want you to go back to the title of today's show. I must remind you, sin can and is killing the planet. Okay? No longer will there be any curse, says Revelation 20.23. Amy had battled cancer for five years. And then the doctor told her that the treatments were failing. And she had just a few weeks to live. Wanting some understanding and assurance about eternity, Amy asked her pastor, what will heaven be like? He asked her what she liked most about her life here on earth. She talked about walks and rainbows and caring friends and laughter of children. Quote, So then you are saying, I will have all of that there? She asked longingly. Amy's pastor replied, I believe that your life will be far more beautiful and far more amazing than anything you've ever loved or experienced here on earth. Think about what's best here 
for you and then multiply it over and over and over. That's what I think heaven will be, the pastor said. Now, before I move on and talk about that, Ray Friesen said, there's actually a verse in the Bible about bad words coming out of your mouth, but I don't remember where it is. I'll share it when I find it. Actually, Ray, there's more than one. There's many verses that said that if you speak with an ungodly tongue, if you blaspheme the name of the Lord, if you are ambassador of the Lord and you speak with a filthy tongue, taming your tongue, it's all about that, taming your tongue. It's not just about gossiping about people or saying untruths or uh, you know lies, basically, or anything else. It's about also watching how you say things and what you say. Do you, are you allowed, put it this way, are you allowed to go to your job and talk to your customers and swear to them? And if you are, well, that I, I can't imagine that that company is very success, successful uh, if you're allowed to. If you don't, there's a reason why you don't. And if you do, then you feel out of place, don't you? You don't feel like you belong, right? Well, now let's go back to this. When you multiply something over and over and over and over again, you're not just adding, you are multiplying, okay? For all those out there who are still, who are trying to follow common core math, let me bring something to you. It says... What you expect in heaven, or what you experience and love here on earth, you can multiply it over and over and over and over and over and over again. That's what life will be like in heaven, right? Okay, so let's multiply one times one. It is one. Let's multiply one times two. It is two. Let's multiply two by two. It is four. Let's multiply four by four. It is uh, four times four is uh, 16. Let's multiply 16 by 16. It is 32. Let's multiply 32 by, 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 or 16 times 16 is actually a lot more than 32. It's whatever. It's way up there, right? Then 32 times 32. What is that? Three times three, nine thousand, you know. There you go. Eli's counting out from out there. We're in the thousands now. Point being, ladies and gentlemen, is when you're speaking with numbers and the Bible says you can multiply it over and over and over and over again, there is nothing that you can imagine. Nothing that you can imagine that puts into perspective what heaven is like. So for all those who are afraid to leave what you know, don't be afraid to leave what you know. Take it and embrace it. The Bible doesn't describe in detail what eternal life will be like, but it does tell us that being with Christ is better by far than our present circumstances. And you can find that in Philippians 1.23. No longer will there be any curse the throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city and his servants will serve him. Revelation 20, uh, 22, 3. Best of all, we will see the Lord face to face. Our deepest yearnings will be fully satisfied in him. You will not be thinking about your wife or your husband. You will not be thinking about your children. You will not experience hate, uh, desire. You will not experience dislike or... Uh, uncomfort or anxiety or anything. You'll experience only love in the face of Jesus Christ. Now, Don Hawley in the comment section, let me bring this up, says, I'm so broken today. My best friend who was a sister to me passed away suddenly. I need prayers for our family, said Don. Don, Lord in heaven, Lord in heaven, we ask that you help Don and her family and the family of those who passed away, Lord. We ask that you are there for them to lean on. 
We know they love you. We know they're children of God. Ease their pain, Lord, as they mourn the passing of their friend. But let them understand that that friend is now in a life that is multiplied 10 times more than the greatest experience that she had here. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. It's a very interactive show, ladies and gentlemen. It's a very interactive show, and we do that for a reason, because this network was built by you. You own this network. I don't. I am the captain of this network. I am the CEO of the network. You own the network. You finance the network. You fund the network. So you have say-so in the network, and you have a voice here, and you always will. No matter how big this network gets, and I don't expect it to get as big as like a fox or anything like that, because we walk the narrow path, and I'm okay with that. But no matter how big the Lord lets this network or this show or any of the other shows here get, I can promise you that we will never, ever, ever, ever lose sight of that. Promise you that. Now, Planted by the Waters said, wow, is that a word? I'll help to share God's love to someone from my past that I don't trust. Amen. Kitten said, I'm sorry for your loss. May you feel God's comfort and love during this time to dawn. Bad Moon says, sorry, Dawn. Calter 62 is praying for you, Dawn. Nanny says, so sorry, Dawn. Praying for you and your family and friends. I wish I could be hugging you, said L. Dooley. JL Jazz says, prayers for everyone who is hurting due to a death, an injury, depression, or financial woes. Majogo says, Dawn, prayers for your family. Do you see? Jess Robson says, love for you from Australia. Folks, we are worldwide with this network. We're worldwide with this podcast. By the way, if you guys want to watch in high depth, just touch the screen, hit the little gear thing on the, on the channel, and you can actually go to uh, click auto if you need to, or you can go to just quality, and you can actually watch the show in 1080p, okay? Just so you guys know. And again, thank you for all your rumble rants. If you've not rumbled the video, please do so. It's just equivalent to a like the video, and share it out to your friends and family on all your other platforms, okay? We're moving on to our next book which is one year with Jesus in the Gospels. Now, I did not start reading this in the beginning of the year, so I will go around and start reading here from the beginning of this book because I did not start this book from the beginning of 2022. So now that we're in 2023, the title of this um, devotional that we're going to read is from John 1, 118. And it's now or then is the title. Now or then. John 1, 16 says, And of his fullness have we all received and grace for grace. The Christian life is not like an insurance policy that only pays off when we die and go to heaven. Every believer has now received the grace of God and the fullness of God. We are now complete in him, not then. When we receive Jesus as our Lord, we are instantly changed in our spirits. Many Christians aren't aware of the change that takes place in their spirits. They continue to live within their physical and emotional realms and are oblivious to the new born again part of them that has received the fullness of God. You can't see or feel your spirit. Well, I don't know. I can feel my spirit. I don't really agree with that so much. 
You just have to believe what the word of God tells you because God's word is spirit and life. Your spiritual salvation is complete. Nothing can be added to it. In your Because nothing can be added or taken away from the word of God, nothing can be added or taken away from your spirit. That's pretty incredible. Okay? Um, in your spirit, you are right now as you will be throughout all eternity. So how you feel now, if you're close to Jesus and you feel you are one with the Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, what you feel now, who you are right now is who you will be in heaven too. You don't have to worry about who you will be. If you're close to Jesus, you're, you're going to be who you are right now. That's incredible. To the degree that we will renew our minds to these truths and believe them, we will experience this fullness of in this life. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Pray the prayer of Ephesians 1, 15 through 23, and let the Holy Spirit reveal Christ in you, the hope of glory. Unbelievable. Great, great devotional. Great devotional. What I love about that is we always wonder what we're going to be like in heaven, don't we? You wonder that, right? You wonder if you're going to have a physical body. The Bible says you will. Now, you, I, don't, I don't know if you'll have the physical body until Jesus returns. I believe you'll be in a resting place, kind of like where Moses was, not the same place because you're actually um, you're where Jesus has, has prepared and where he's dwelling right now to prepare a spot for you. So not in the same place that Abraham and Moses and all them waited for Jesus to die, but in a similar place, in a place of peace. You will be resting like you're sleeping. You won't even know. You won't even know how much time has passed until that physical body comes, but you will have a physical body in heaven and on the new earth. Okay? And then you wonder, well, will I feel this? Will I love this? How you are now is who you will be. Isn't that incredible knowing that? Isn't it a wonderful time to be alive and to be a Christian? Knowing what you will be, it's you now. It's just the best version of you. Same the same way you realize how much you were the worst version of yourself before you became a Christian and now you're the best version of yourself, that's who you'll be. The best version of yourself. Now, Katie63 is asking and uh, saying, praying for all with depression and anxiety. Such an awful feeling. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Depression is, I would say, outside of pure hatred, Depression is the biggest tool that the devil has against you. The devil can make you feel, can make you commit suicide, can make you crazy, can make you hate everybody and everything around you until nobody wants to be around you and you truly have built yourself a prison of loneliness. Depression is the biggest outside of, like I said, hatred tool of the devil. Maybe the biggest because it can lead to hatred. Um, depression and sex. The devil uses those to corrupt so many people. So many people. Tori Hatch says, hard for me to stream the LFA shows on my phone now that my laptop is busted. Well, Tori, you, are you saying just because the size? Well, you can project it to your smart TV or you can download the Rumble app on your smart TV or you can download the LFA TV app and then project it to your smart TV as well, just so you know, if you have that ability, Okay. Now let's go to Jesus listens, ladies and gentlemen, because we know Jesus is calling, but we also need to know that Jesus is listening. When you pray, you have to understand that Jesus is hearing you and that God is blessing you with those prayers. 
okay? Garko says, we are going to have heavenly bodies. Amen. Amen. Beloved Jesus, I want to be all yours. I just love saying that. Beloved Jesus, I just want to be all yours. And then smile. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, when you wake up in the morning, I want you to make yourself smile before you stand up. When your feet hit the ground, smile, pray to the Lord, and then stand up. It'll change everything. Jeremy, I wonder about people who are handicapped, though. You would think that they would no longer be that way in heaven, though, right? No, exactly. No, I'm not saying your body will be the same way as it is here in heaven. Your soul, your mind, your personality will be the same thing as it is here on, in, on, in heaven on earth. Your body will be fixed. The best version of you means physically and spiritually. The best version of you. But again, ladies and gentlemen, when you wake up, do this. I know it's hard. And every bit of you is not going to want to do it, but I do it. I get up, I put my feet on the ground, I put my head down, and I do this. It's exactly what I do every morning. I go. I smile. I keep that smile there. I look up. I take a deep breath, and I thank God for that breath that I just took. Then I put my head down. Then I pray for you and my family. It's what I do every day. It's great. Sometimes I do mess it. I will say that. Sometimes I mess it up. I got to get to the bathroom because I'm getting older and I got to pee a lot. Then I, and then I do it. But I do do it. I do do it. I like that. Anyway, I want to be all yours. I invite you to wean me from other dependencies. Wean me from other dependencies. You have shown me that my security rests in you alone. Not in other people. Not in my circumstances or in their circumstances. Trying to depend on you, or excuse me, trying to depend only on you sometimes feels like walking on a tightrope. Yet I don't need to be afraid of falling because your everlasting arms are the safety net underneath me. Incredible. Please help me to keep looking ahead to you, Jesus. I know that you are always before me, beckoning me on one step at a time. As I, spent, as I spend quiet time with you, I can almost hear you whispering, follow me, beloved, follow me. Lord, I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither the height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate me from your loving presence. Last week, I told you that God's love for you was stronger than the most powerful wave. And I think the most destructive force on earth is water. The same thing that gives us life can take it all away. And if you don't believe that, I know a guy. That's my dad joke of the morning. Moving on. Every day with Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. Every day with Jesus. Before we do that, let's go to the Rumble chat. I want to thank the Rumble Rants that came in this morning. Katie says, Armor of God in the morning. Some days are hard to get going when a lot's going on. It all hits you in the morning or when you're trying to sleep. God will give you peace. What is peace worth to you? If it, For all those that are experiencing a hard time right now, and I have the Rumble chat up for everybody watching on digital TV so they can see as well. What is peace worth to you? Think about it. Think about being financially completely broke and not being able to afford anything, but you want peace. How much would that be worth to you? 
Think about your family members dying. Think about uh, Dawn. Dawn just had a, a friend die who was like a sister. How much would the peace that you are not experiencing from that be worth to you? There is nothing you can, there's no price you can put on peace. And there's only one place you can get peace. Same place you can get joy. Get in, I'll take you there. Get in. We're heading to go buy some peace and joy at the Peace and Joy store. It's called the Bible. It's called the Bible. Cannot put a price tag on peace, says Victoria. Amen. Amen. I like this man. I don't like anyone on earth. Just this guy here, said Rhonda. Well, thank you, Rhonda. Rhonda, uh, everybody on earth, is just, their, their soul is trying to be this way. You just got to help them bring it out of them. That's all. Brock said, that propelled me to hit my knees so hard. That's what I love about this show. That's what I love about this show. This show activates the Holy Spirit in each and every one of you every morning. This show will be bigger than LFA, than Live from America someday. I guarantee it. Which reminds me, if you've not rumbled the video, please do so. If you've not shared the video, please do so. Every day with Jesus is next, folks. Let's get into this. January 2nd, year of our Lord, 2023. I almost said 2022. You have his fullness, says John 1, 16. And of his fullness have we all received and grace for grace. Now, we just read that over there, right? Same, same verse. But let's see how this book puts it. Oh, no. Oh, no, that actually is the same exact thing. That actually is the same exact thing that I just read. Is the Christian life is not an insurance policy. I have never in my life seen two books have the exact same devotional. Never in my life. So you know what I'll do? I'll go back and I'll read from January 1st. Since we weren't here yesterday, because this is probably the best title. And you want to know something, folks? This is how God works. This is how God works. Because the title of this is Jesus was God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Now, let's go back to the to the uh, to the title of the show for a minute, shall we? Sin can and is killing the planet. 800 people watching. Let's hit that a thousand before we go. Jesus was not just a man sent from God. He was God. It's the most important statement of the New Testament. All other truths hang on this truth. If Jesus was only a man, then regardless of how good he was, his life could only provide a substitute for another man. However, since he was God, his life was worth more than every human life since creation. Indeed, his life was worth more than the sum total of the universe that he created himself. Any compromise on the truth of Jesus' divinity will negate his redemptive work in our lives. Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3.16 will tell you that. Yet this almighty God came to dwell in a human body. He humbled himself and took the form of a servant. Philippians 2.7 And his humanity truly made him one of us. He suffered the same temptations and pressures that we suffered. It was his divinity, however, that he gave, that gave him the power to save us completely. We must never let his humanity blind us to the truth that almighty God himself became our friend in the flesh. We must never let his divinity blind us to the truth that he knows exactly how we feel and he deeply cares for us. Let the Holy Spirit give you a true revelation 
of the deity and the humanity of our Lord Jesus Christ throughout this year. I want to tell you something about this. Of course, every time I read something, I've got something to say, right? I want to read this to you. Or I want to, I want to, I want to tell you this to, something I told my wife and my, chil- my children yesterday. So remember that cartoon that I told you about last week, Storybook, which you can find on PureFlix in the one to seven age group category? Well, we were watching that last night, and we were watching actually the, 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 uh, one of the episodes that was Crucifying Christ. And I looked at it, and, I, and every time I watch Christ get crucified, I cry. Every single time. I don't care if it's a cartoon or it's a very bloody and in-depth movie like The Passion of Christ. It brings a tear to my eye every time. Every time. Humbles me. That that man went through that pain for, 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 for Amanda. That, that man went through that pain for El Dooley and Dawn and Bad Moon and Tori and, 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 and C.L. Burns. That man, that God, took that torture for J.L. Jazz and Aspen and Kathy Cappy. He did that for all of us. Would we do that for anyone? Anyway, I cry every time. But that's not the story. The story is this. Last night when we, when we were watching that cartoon and Jesus was up on the cross and he said those last three words, it is finished. I started thinking about how bad humans are. And humans are so bad that if you gave us God right now today to do with what we wanted with him, that's what we would do with him. We would torture him, spit on him, kick him, swear at him, beat him and kill him. That's what humanity would do. If we lived in a democracy on on earth, right? And all of humanity lived by a democracy, which means majority rule, which basically means mob rule. If we, if God was given to us today and, 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 and delivered by angels themselves and brought God down to us and said, here you go, humans. Here's God. He created you. Do with him as you please. We would tie him up, beat him, torture him, spit on him, swear at him, kick him, and kill him. Do you want to know how I know we would do that? Because we did that. We did that. How could we do that? How could we possibly do that to our creator? How could Jerusalem have said, give us Barabbas, kill Jesus, a day after they put down palm trees for him. Look how flawed and disgusting we are as a species because of sin. We beat, kicked, uh, tortured, and killed our Lord who did nothing to us. But love us, give us life, give us salvation, created us, all of it, prepares a way for us, gives us peace and joy, and we repay that by killing him? So if you want to know what we would do with God if he came down to us today, not in a way that Jesus is going to come back, but just was delivered to us, we would do that to him. How sick are we in the head? as a species, all because of sin. 
Did you know that they were going to throw him up a cliff before they crucified him? Saw it on The Chosen. It was. Is this biblically correct? I cry every show of The Chosen. Well, I do know this. I don't know how correct that specifically is because there are things in The Chosen that are not biblically accurate. I can tell you that. Not by, not by much. Not nothing that would change the message nor the gospel or the show, but little things. But I do know that they were coming up with different ways to kill him. Crucifixion was the worst way possible, so they ended up doing that. But I do know that they were contemplating on different ways to get rid of him and kill him. So sure, I imagine that was probably true. Sin can, will, and is killing this planet. And the fact that if God was given to us today and we would do that with him, and we know we would do that with him because we already did it, lets you know how powerfully disgusting sin really is. Does anybody have any questions? Let's pull up the rumble chat here. Jeremy, yes, our wonderful Savior, I cry when I think of all our Jesus went through. So do I. It makes me want to cry just thinking about it. I don't even have to watch it. Here too, I started at the, bar, at the beginning of the Bible last night. I want to read every book this year. Amen. I thank God wasn't there when Jesus was being crucified because we would have all we would we all wouldn't be saved. I would have had to step in. Well, let me just tell you this. Here's the scary part. If you and I could build a time machine and go back in time and we went back to that moment in time, you and I would probably step in and save him and we would destroy any salvation that God had planned. That's the hard part. When they came to take Jesus away, when Judas came and said, gave Jesus a kiss and marked him, Jesus could have got away. The disciples were ready to fight. Peter cut somebody's ear off for crying out loud. And Jesus said, no, this has to be the way. I've accepted this. I have to go through this. Stop it. Jesus himself stopped his closest people to him from stopping it. So you would have had to let it go. C.L. Burns says, when I read about Jesus washing the feet of the disciples, he still washes Judas's feet knowing he was going to betray him. Amen. K. Max says, Mary wanted to step in. Can you imagine? That's her child. Can you imagine when he fell under the weight of the cross and spoke with, to Mary there? Can you imagine being the guy that helped carry the cross with Jesus? Linda says, the Roman soldiers would not have let you interfere. Well, I'm saying if I could go back in time and knowing the past and knowing how I could have interfered, I would... I, 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 I would have, it would be so hard to just let it happen, knowing I could stop it. Pretty sad stuff. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to get to the morning newsletter now. The morning newsletter today, like I told you, is titled, Sin Can and Is Killing This Planet. Ungodliness. Let's get to this. Verses of the day today comes from Hosea 4, 1 through 3. Again, Hosea 
4, 1 through 3, if anybody has their Bibles with them and they want to follow along, okay? Brock said, why don't we celebrate Christmas on Christ's actual birthday? Because we don't know when Christ's actual birthday was. And since he died at the, and since he was born at the darkest time of the year, basically the winter solstice, that's where the winter solstice is for us. So that's basically why. Hosea 4, 1 through 3 says this. Hear the word of the Lord, O children of Israel. Now, if you want me to put this in perspective for you, this is God judging Israel, okay? This is God judging Israel for them turning their backs on him, okay? Again, hear the word of the Lord, O children of Israel. For the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, meaning them. There is no faithfulness or steadfast love. And there is no knowledge of God in the land. There is swearing, lying, murder, stealing, and committing adultery. They break all bounds. And bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore, the land mourns. And all who dwell in it languish. And also the beasts and animals of the land of the fields and the birds of the heavens and even the fish of the sea are taken away it's not us who is causing climate change or worldly disasters or animals to be extinct or the birds of the air to fall or the cattle of the land to fall it is not what we're doing here on this earth it is the sin that we are committing it's not because we pollute the earth. Does the earth have climate change or this, that, and the other? The sin that we commit decays and destroys the planet. And the sooner the leaders of the world get back to understanding that it's sin that is destroying this planet, the faster we will be able to not only make America great again, but make America godly again. Understand what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, God bless each and every one of you. I want to bring you out the same way as I brought you in. And that is with playing some good old fashioned Christian music, ladies and gentlemen. As we bring in this music, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. I'm going to make sure we have the music here. There it is. Thank you for being here on episode 20 of Rise Up. Loud Majority comes up next, followed by yours truly on Live from America, followed by um, Unafraid with Mike Crispy and Anna Perez's new time slot today, ladies and gentlemen, of 3 p.m., okay? New time slot. So check that out. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Thank you for being here with me this morning. Please rumble this video on your way out and rumble all of the shows here on LFA TV as they keep us in the top leaderboard on Rumble. Thank you for being here. I love you. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Loud majority coming up next, folks. I love you all. God bless you. Have a great rest of your morning. Peace out. Sometimes people get confused by it, but...